everyone, and welcome back to Anything Joe's, a collaborative journey through the world of G.I. Joe. My name is Greg Ingalls. And I'm Jaron Decker. And we'll be your host today. Today on Anything Joe's, we have two topics to talk about. Uh, the retro line has been revealed, and even more new images of the Classified series have leaked. They are not letting up on us, or Dude, my, wallets. my bank is hurting. Like, <laughs> yeah. Keeping up with this is, is grueling, even for the... Even for the average collector, I feel like. I mean, I'm just buying one of everything, and I'm still over here like, whew. Yeah, I know. I can't imagine pen- people who are trying to buy the whole, you know, army build of a hundred people and mm-hmm. all these things. We're in a pandemic, guys. Take it easy. Yeah. <laughs> so let's go ahead and get started right away. Uh, we're we're going to talk about the retro line first because that's the news that broke first uh, on the Hasbro Pulse Friday. They showcased what both the first three figures and two vehicle sets would be. Showed what they looked like, showed the card art, pretty much kind of got the whole, spilled the beans on everything after a long, long wait. And it's not hard to see why they kept these cards so close to their chest, because they're not O-rings. Yeah. So, I had I had a pretty good indication, like I had a pretty good feeling from the beginning that this would not be an O-ring line. It is basically considered factual at this point, based on many other people reporting on it, that Hasbro does not have O-ring tooling anymore. They have no molds for any O-ring figures, period. So what that means is they can't just go to the vault and be like, hey, let's pump out another Duke. Let's pump out another Destro. Let's pump out another Baroness from these classics it would mean that they would have to sit down and, and commission or pay people to make brand new molds of very old figures. And I don't see them doing that anytime soon. Uh, somebody, I think it was one of the guys that heads up the figure subscription service, basically said that a Hasbro representative said that they were they would never make O-ring figures ever again, period. And is part of the reason why they let people like Black Major, who essentially make third-party O-ring figures using those molds, that they just look the other way because it really has no effect on their business model at all anymore. Yeah, that's very disappointing, especially for people like me who missed out on it that are, you know, I'm now not going to be able to get them. I mean, granted, it's been, you know, what, almost 30 years or no, over 30 years that. Yeah, it's been, it's been quite a while. And, you know, the community feedback is pretty, pretty divided. There's a pretty, there's a lot of aggressive conversations going on out there. There's a whole subset of collectors in the G.I. Joe universe that never bought into the modern figures uh, i mean they're strictly vintage o-ring collectors and that's all they collect and for those people it's got to be pretty discouraging because you basically will never have anything else to buy as part of your collection uh, i mean ever again with the exception of people like black major or the you know the one-off things that show up at cons sometimes so i understand that disappointment but at the same time i'm not the type of person that i really there's really no gi joe product that i that i shun i try to look it head on and accept it for what it is yeah i i can't really say too much just because i haven't been around you know so i it's easy for me to talk when i don't have as as much of a connection to to these uh figures as some of them I can sympathize with them because I do. I mean, I can't imagine if someone just came out and said, "Hey, we're not making this figure anymore," and and you're never gonna have it again. So sorry about your luck, Chuck. Yeah, and there's a lot of other people that do collect newer modern stuff that have a lot of complaints. Some valid, some maybe a little too nitpicky, and we'll get into that. I will say this as we get ready to start talking about these figures, is that when I first saw them, I wrote them off kind of right away as being a, just a literal 
take them out of this package and put them into this one. But the more you look at these figures, the more you can see that there are some subtle changes in the way that they're made. So let's let's go ahead and take a look at that right now. Uh, first, there's they announced three figures for this retro wave. And the first one we're going to start with is Snake Eyes. Let me just say, as we look at this figure on card, that the one big thing that people have been talking about is how the card art doesn't match the figure at all. If you look at this Snake Eyes card art, he's got his like his glasses on, and on the figure he's he's got the visor. I can only assume that that's a limitation of what they had available, or because that's a pretty big thing to just overlook. I also feel pretty strongly looking at these figures that the desire for me to open these is pretty slim even though they're priced pretty affordably sort of but i guess by t- by inflation standards they're they're reasonable i'll say that but ultimately i have this figure so my desire to have it in my collection really just draws on the fact that the packaging looks different the card artist you know is a little bit different it's I don't know, it doesn't look substantially different than the last version. This version, compared to the version that it's actually pulling from, it does have some paint apps that are different on the head. It has some gray highlights that I think kind of make it pop just a little bit more than the all-black version that it's pulling from. And uh, they loaded them down with accessories. All of these figures are just swimming in gear. Yeah, those uh, bubbles on the on the cards are, are huge. Yeah, yeah, you're right. They really are very tall. I think in general, the it's, it's a deceptive picture, but I think these cards are smaller than what we're used to seeing. I think these will look a lot smaller than what the average G.I. Joe Carter figure looks like. Jaren, as somebody that has not isn't familiar with this figure like yeah. I am, how, how, what do you feel about it? I'm actually, and once again, I don't have the connection to it. I'm actually stoked about this. This is this is all I needed. Now, once again, I don't have the nostalgia or the connection to those original figures. But to me, this looks like a really good version of the of the figure, a really good character. I mean, great characters. But it looks like it'll as long as it's accessible, I might I might end up buying a second one. I have one on pre order. But especially the Snake Eyes and the Storm Shadow, those two are the ones that if I find one on a shelf down the road, I'll buy another one and I'll keep it sealed and I'll have it. We have talked about it a lot, especially when we were talking about this podcast. It was just so hard to jump in as a G.I. Joe fan, not knowing where to go. And this gives me something that I you know, can easily grab, start collecting, and then... Okay, I'm not I don't feel as much pressure on where do I jump in because they've given me something to jump in at and now I can go back and find things that I want to collect. I can go back and pick up some of the 25th anniversaries that match perfectly with this or, you know, um some of the the vintage figures, but I I'm not worried about oh, well I have to get this specific figure, you know. Um to me, I think it's it's exactly what I want coming in as a newer GI Joe fan. So, I'm yeah, happy. And I think that's important that we keep that perspective in mind that people that are that might actually start collecting for the first time, you know, this is not a, another repaint to them. This is the first time that they've had a chance to kind of get a hold of the line. It's impossible to say, hey, this is the best Snake Eyes because there are so many versions of Snake Eyes that have happened over the years. But I think this is a, a perfectly fine uh, figure for that. Uh, it has a lot of, it checks a lot of boxes. I like the like turtleneck looking <laughs> vibe. I think that visor is very, is a very defining factor for a modern Snake Eyes. I mean, I like the Snake Eyes figure a lot. It has a lot, it comes with a lot of accessories, which I think is really cool. Yeah. I mean, he's a good entry level figure. It's People that have been collecting for a long time just kind of look at Snake Eyes figures nowadays uh, with a kind of a burnout. 
because he again he's like this wolverine-esque character that shows up in every wave and he's their mm-hmm. flagship character and you just you see him over and over and over and over and over and over and over again and you you kind of hit a wall where you're like oh cool another <laughs> snake eyes figure i don't he'll go right in this bin okay so let's go ahead and check out who's next uh we'll go ahead and cover storm shadow next uh, this Storm Shadow is an unusual choice because he's actually one of the last figures that came out from the regular modern waves. When they were doing two packs that were like Toys R Us and online retailer exclusives, they did a Snake Eyes Storm Shadow two pack, and this is essentially that Storm Shadow. The only real difference is a couple of minor paint applications. His belt specifically, they painted it white instead of black, and they did some trim on his legs, and then they loaded him down with accessories, and that's it. So um, I understand why they took it, because they had it. Uh, and maybe <laughs> is the only, you know, I, again, I don't know what the situation looks like in the vaults over there, but I get the vibe that they don't do a good job of, of archiving ex- all their older stuff. So maybe this is one of the only Storm Shadows they had to choose from, which would explain. And it, uh, it doesn't even come close to his card art. His clothes are significantly different. He comes with a fan. I don't, uh, I'm not, <laughs> I don't get that. Um, most of his accessories I'm totally on board with, and I think all look really cool. I'm not sure what the deal is with that fan. Hey, it gets warm sometimes. He just needs to cool off. I mean, I guess, maybe. What's your take on this figure? Very similar to Snake Eyes. It's, uh, you know, I, if I'm going to have one of the ninjas, I would like to have both the ninjas. So the only problem that I have with really anything Hasbro is doing is their their distribution is it's hard to find things. So I'm hoping that with these, they actually pump them out. And I don't want them sitting on shelves and going to waste and, you know, ruining the line. But I definitely don't want to have to go to six different Walmarts and get told by 20 different employees that, yeah, yeah, well, we should have it, but I don't know where it is, so I'm sorry. I'm still having that problem trying to track down a Destro. I went to the same Walmart four times this week because it still said they had it, and they were like, one guy finally told me, he said, honestly, it's probably sitting in the back up on a pallet. I can't really do anything to help you because I don't work at this store. I'm just over here to help. It's a bizarre time to be collecting toys because you literally, if the first to pre-order or the last to get them, mm-hmm. you have no idea what's going to be on the shelf. I've seen people posting this week that the classified figures from Series 1 are on clearance at Walmart already, where there are stores that don't even have them out yet. Like, it is bizarre. It's uh, it's crazy how aggressively fast these waves are coming out. Mm-hmm. I understand that. Look, they're it's just, time for KB Toys or something to come back. They're just burning through them, man. It's wild to me. I mean, even then... As far as like a toy planogram goes, if you have an X amount of allocated space, you have two more waves already coming out. That's true. They expect you to move that stuff and or they've already made their initial run. There will be no more. I don't know if that means there's a really low manufacturer's run of these overall. I'm wondering if we look back in like five years, how hard, like how rare are these figures going to be? Even after people constantly were saying, hey, these are going to be, these are not going to be scalper items. They're going to be super cheap, but there are I mean, there are modern figures that are probably less than five years old now that hit the shelves that are pretty pricey just because everybody opened them or they didn't want them mm-hmm. then and they want them now. So yeah, I'm I'm thinking that's probably what's going to happen with these three and three quarter is what it feels like is that most of the diehard collectors are going to pass on them. I understand. I wouldn't, you know, I don't want to buy any more C-3PO action figures because I've got the same one a hundred times. Sure. So I, I understand your the pain there. So yeah. 
but I feel like this is going to be, unfortunately, that's what's going to happen with these. These is they're, they're going to get kind of passed over, and not that the line might, you know, the line might still be okay. These, especially these first couple that we've talked about, where we've had them so many times that hmm. they might get passed over, and they might not. They might end up being something that's hard to find. Sure, that's all I'm. You know, I'm buying them because it's perfect, and to me, it feels like this is. As much as it's a smack in the face to some of the figure fans is how they feel, but to me it seems like they're making this for people like me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can see that. So the last figure that they revealed from the individual card it said on this wave is is the Baroness. Uh, This Baroness is kind of uh, an amalgamation of the 2007 box set 25th anniversary figure and the 2009 box set. Uh, 25th anniversary figure and those figures are pretty similar also this really comes down to just like paint schemes mm-hmm. um they kind of have combined the deco deco scheme of those two got the gray belt got the trim I, I of the three figures i think this is the one that's the most interesting uh, it looks like they gave her i don't know if that's an all new head mold but it's definitely different than what i can tell from the other ones i like I the hair it, a lot more on this one. yeah i guess it most i guess it closely resembles the 2009 box set version but i feel like the repaint on it is better mm-hmm. like and then like things like the cobra logo seem to pop out more it's almost like the regular costume has like a flat black on it yeah I, this figure looks really good honestly uh, i don't again this comes down to i don't really need another baroness this one i might actually open I wish they hadn't packaged her with she. All of her accessories are like from her movie era figure, like the little weird. I don't know what that platformy thing is at the top, but it's supposed to be something that I guess she can use to get up and down, like an elevator system or something with a grappling hook. Mm-hmm. I guess they just had a bunch of them left over. <laughs> yeah, I mean, who knows what it originally belonged to? I definitely think the proportions look a lot better on the the O nine and the third and the the retro one than the O seven. She was looking a little wonky. Yeah, this would be the one figure where the card art does actually match the figure, basically because the Baroness's outfits don't haven't changed a whole lot over the years, other than a couple of dramatic reinterpretations. So there's only so many ways you can do. Uh, all black suit. All <laughs> right. Yeah, she it doesn't deviate a whole lot over the years. So those are the single-carded figures. We know that there are three more single-carded figures coming later, and we pretty much know what they are. I guess they'll we'll be revealing those as a later date, depending on how these do. But they did go ahead and showcase both of the vehicles. Before we do the vehicles, what are those three, just so I... So the the Wave 2 figures that are almost certainly confirmed at this point will be a Destro, a Roadblock, and a Scarlet. Okay, no big surprises there. Yeah, not nothing out of the ordinary. And the rumor mill seems to suggest that these individual carded figures are supposed to be tie-ins to characters that are going to be in the upcoming Snake Eyes movie. If if it still exists, who knows? I haven't seen anything, so... Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I mean, well, I didn't expect them to announce classified figures at 9 p.m. on a Monday, so who knows? That's the true. Trailer, the movie trailer might drop while I'm asleep. <laughs> um, Just Thursday night, some random week, it'll yeah. be like, hey, here's the movie trailer. Let's look at the two vehicles that have, have been announced. There's a his tank coming out. <laughs> Uh, there's always a his tank coming out. I guess if they've done a good job of guarding one mold that they own, it's the his tank. <laughs> and honestly, uh, I shouldn't be so jaded about it. If there was ever a vehicle that you wanted a whole bunch of, it's the his tank. This tank is a classic vehicle. I mean, it's maybe, uh, honestly, maybe the most striking, uh, original and cool vehicle of the entire G.I. Joe line. Uh, as much as I love a vehicle like the Vamp, which we were talking about before we started, the Vamp is just a Jeep. 
But the Hissnake mm-hmm. is an, is a unique designed vehicle that doesn't really exist in real military, and it's so cool. I mean, I own I own tons of his tanks. Of all the times that they've put it out, I've always bought it, and I, I mean, this is no exception. So kind of in my mind, I'm like, well, what's what's one more his tank for the old battalion, you know? <laughs> Uh, what's the harm in that? Yeah. I'm sorry. Have you seen a his tank before? Is this your first time seeing a his tank? I'm going to say yes. I mean, I'm sure I've seen it at some point, but it definitely is not something that like is etched into my memory. What's your key takeaway looking at it? (laughs) It's weird, but I like it. It's, it is exactly what I would expect someone like Cobra commander to create for his army. It's just a cool little military vehicle. Like they, they have their own, they're small enough that they, you make kind of a whole battalion out of them. It just holds a couple of figures. So they're obviously not meant to be uh, like a substantial undertaking. Like it was, it makes sense that they could pump out tons of them as a military force. And they were like staples. I think of every kid that could get one, they, you know, there was always an iconic battle. They just think it's everywhere. It was in the cart. It's in the cartoons. It's in the comic book. Like they were, they, his tank has never gone out of fashion. Well, it's okay. I'll I'll have a few before too long. Yeah. The, again, the his tank is pretty great. They, also, the his tank has been around since the very beginning. It is one of the very first Cobra vehicles. So it's cool to see that it, it has endured over the years. And the his tank obviously has a his driver. I, it's interesting that they chose to keep the standard vehicle operators that came with this you could have put any well-known cobra operative in here but they decided to go ahead and revamp the vehicle drivers that you know and love basically the his driver uh, that came with this has got like a kind of a red outfit with a blue shield and they have made some subtle modifications to this as well the chest piece has has been changed significantly where it it almost looks like a piece of detachable armor on the new version Mm -hmm. and they took that gigantic gun holster off of his side, which was a good decision. Um, yeah, that's a real big holster on the, the the older one. Also, if you look at the base plate that he stands on, it identifies him as a new version simply as a Cobra Trooper, which is very interesting because the Cobra Trooper that we know and love has always had a kind of a, just a standard blue-ish outfit. So I'm wondering if they lost the rights to the word to the name his driver. Because that happens a lot with them, they lose. They lose their own <laughs> licensing quite a bit uh, over years. Yeah, they, uh, they drop the ball on some stuff. It seems like so. That's it for this tank. I think it's great. If they're going to reissue, honestly, if they were going to put a vehicle out that have, that has already existed, this one is just as good as any other one out there. Something else that I might keep in the box for a little while until I see how I feel about it. If these start popping up at actual physical Walmart stores, I'll probably actually buy all it's- of them. Is it bad that I actually kind of really want a couple of the troopers? No, not at all. As like, somebody, I just think I mean, that's a cool design. You know, the majority of Cobra forces tend to be populated by generic stormtrooper types. Like yep. there are there are more Viper or Viper esque characters than there are unique characters in the you know in the Cobra organization. Yeah. So it, it makes sense that ever everybody kind of gets attached to one of them over the years one or two yeah i think i really like this one at least so far it, it looks like it's it's a cool one uh last vehicle that they announced in the wave is the awe surprising no one the awe striker's been released 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 and released the awe might actually be the last gi joe vehicle that they still own the mold for uh <laughs> it comes it comes out all it's been out it's been released so many times it even had the Arashikage logo on it when the last movie came out for no reason at all. Oh, because Roadblock was driving it. And Roadblock was, in the last movie, had a backstory that he was trained with Snake Eyes and 
he also had the Rashikage logo, and this train has left the station and completely derailed. <laughs> um, now, when you say the last movie, are you talking about an animated one, or are you talking about the one where it's The Rock? Nope. I'm talking about The Rock, baby. All right. <laughs> um, I, so, in the Retaliation movie, he mentions that he trains with Snake Eyes, and they kind of leave it at that. Well, if you dig a little deeper, the toy line has the Rashikage logo and a bunch of stuff that Roblox comes with. I think it might even be on some of his equipment at some point. Well, if you want to dig even further than that, and you shouldn't, there's a comic <laughs> miniseries that came out that was supposed to tie into it that really tethers that bond where it shows him training and they're fighting ninjas together, and he has it on him there, too. I haven't read that in a long time for obvious reasons, but yeah, the 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 extreme backstory of the movie is that Roblox is essentially has all this extensive ninja training from being with Snake Eyes. Anyway, the All-Striker was a no-brainer. I knew they were going to come out with it. It's because they always do. All-Striker is not as charming as the His Tank. The All-Striker just kind of checks all those boxes where it's it's the appropriate size for a vehicle that they want to release uh, so they can hit a certain price point. And it is... There's nothing wrong with the All-Striker. The All-Striker has lots of cool things about it. I love the little cannon on the top. It, it has the it has like shock absorbers on it where the wheels kind of like bounce up and down that almost no other vehicle has anything like that. And it fits a, just a, the right amount of characters that where you can attach, you know, a small squad of people and they're all on it and they go on. I just have burnout from owning so many over the years. But that's me. What do you, first time Allstrucker looker on her, <laughs> think about the Allstrucker? When I watched their the reveal of it, I was just like, I need 12. Like, <laughs> I, I, I just think it's, once again, I don't have the connection, but man, I think it's just such a cool little vehicle. It looks like like it's like a like if they shrunk the vamp just a little bit just 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 enough to get it just a little bit more accessible yeah just well it's also really open you know it's got like Mm -hmm. the the roll bar cage and so there's it's very accessible to get characters in and out of and kind of load them all in yeah and it it just makes me it makes me want one in real life like it makes me want to drive one like i (laughs) i would drive around in in an striker it just i've got one on pre-order i'm gonna i'm gonna play the crap out of it it's the same thing if i see one in stores i might pick up another one i just think it's it looks like a fun little dune buggy that like i could see it, it feels just as like i could see it on a battlefield and i can also see the joes just taking it out to the the dunes for an evening and like just having fun with it it is definitely hard for me to look at the all with rose colored glasses because i do feel so bitter about having to buy it over and over and over and over again <laughs> but everything you say is 100 percent true the all is a very charmingly designed vehicle that has a lot of cool things going for it they made one when the, at the in the 90s for the eco force which was as i mean it's like a cap it was like the captain planet line of gi joe basically and it shot water out, and I actually, I like that version of the All-Striker quite a bit. But it had some modifications. It was, you know, it was slightly different. Actually, if I push all that aside, I was going to buy the All-Striker from the get-go anyway because of the crankcase figure that comes with it. Now, before we talk about the crankcase, have you seen the Speed Buggy cartoon? Sure. That's what the All-Striker gives me. That's the vibe <laughs> that it gives me. Speed Buggy vibes? Yeah. Just like I could see him... Becoming sentient and just kind of willing the Joes to victory. Maybe he's a Transformer, so he is sentient. (sighs) Ah, I think we've pieced it together. 
We crossover. fixed the, the Hasbro Cinematic Universe. All right. You can't hold me back any longer because I actually really <laughs> like this crankcase figure I think is extremely good. The original crankcase figure is got some problems. Um, I, It's hard to tell from the picture that I'm looking at here, but if, if I remember correctly, I'd have to pull the existing one I have from my collection to look at it. I think he has a closed fist, like permanently, which I hate. And his head is also like, it's like a breaker repaint. It's, it's, it's not a very good figure, but it's the only modern crankcase figure until mm-hmm. now. So that's a kind of a big deal because this newer figure, again, has very minor changes. Like they changed the helmet. They eliminated his, like the, the way the knife sheath was done. Mm-hmm. But they opened up that hand, and they gave him a much cooler looking head mold. I'm not sure if that head mold is a repaint or brand new, but it just he looks more like a unique individual. He has a weird issue with his torso where it's like really, really tight. Like it looks like mm-hmm. he's it always. Every time I, I've seen this thing five times, and every time I see it, I immediately think of the scene from Ghostbusters 2, where they go into the art, and Bill Murray is like second the guts guys with the Ghostbusters. <laughs> that's what it, that's what that makes me think of because he just looks like he's like. <gasps> <clears throat> but having said all that, I still think that that figure is oh, significantly better than the one that we already had. So I'm I'm pumped for that. I'm uh I'm really excited for that figure specifically, maybe more than any of the other things. Although I do think the Baroness is is a pretty is going to be a pretty nice addition overall as well. So that sums up the first half of the retro line. Uh, pre-orders are I think are probably all sold out at this point. I think they might have a couple of the individual figures left, but. I know the Allstriker sold out really quickly, which only which means only one of two things. Either they made a lot less of them, expecting them to not sell well, or other people like myself noticed that that crankcase figure is a pretty big step up from the previous one. Or I guess the third option is there's a bunch of people like there, like Jaren, that's like, I gotta have 25 <laughs> of them. <man." laughs> the, every, all the Speed Buggy fans came back out. That's right, like, oh, all the yeah. Speed Buggy. Like, <laughs> I don't remember what Speed Buggy sounds like. I think that I think that was accurate. That's pretty close. Yeah. Close enough to not get us sued, but <laughs> so all right, so we'll put that to bed. When those come out, we'll you know, we'll open them. I'll open Jaren's, not mine. Yeah. We'll, there you go. we'll take some pictures of them. We'll we'll really get some side by side comparisons and we'll really we'll really knuckle down and see what the pros and cons are of it. Hopefully by there, that point we're at a point in this whole thing where we can actually kinda get together and not fear for our safeties. Yeah, no doubt. So, I mean, again, overall, when I look at this line, I had very low expectations for it. And those low expectations have been met. I know what to expect from Hasbro when it comes to stuff like this. So it doesn't, it takes a lot to disappoint me in the G.I. Joe universe. And this is not a disappointment by any means. It could have been even worse than this. And Uh, from my perspective, it's everything I wanted. Yeah. And you know, the G.I. Joe community is difficult. We all know that. I'm just as big. I include myself in that statement just as much as anybody else. Everybody wants something different from the line. And a lot of people, when they don't get it, they just, they become very angry about it. So all those people that wanted three and three fourths figures that didn't get them or that wanted O-ring figures specifically, uh, are upset because they don't feel like they have anything for them. And all the people that wanted that are okay with the modern figures but wanted them to be completely new. So, again, it, it causes a, a pretty strong divide. I, I will say that those people probably out overwhelm people like me who have just like, hey, man, any G.I. Joe is good G.I. Joe. I've supported them through their worst, and this <laughs> is far from that. Like, I'll just keep putting it out. I'll keep buying it. That's the kind of fan that I am. I'm, I have. I think I've said this before, but I have a reputation as being a very forgiving collector. 
So even um, the mistakes that some people really harp on, I'm like, eh. I'm like, oh, the card art is wrong. Well, I'm not really going to look at it that much. I have, <laughs> you know, uh, Carson Metaxas, who does restoration on all the G.I. Joe art for across the years, has done a phenomenal job of finding great card art. And he scans it and he restores it and it makes it look flawless. He puts out, a, he's put books out both physically and digitally. And so if I really want to look at great looking card art at its optimal quality, then I just go and look at his stuff. He's done a tremendous amount of work on the line and uh, is is commendable is a really nice guy he at a lot of times if you're watching a youtube video that has good looking quality art from the older era it's usually used with permission from him he's just it's just a good fan i have a lot of respect for him so let's move on to the new classified figures oh boy when we started out to record this episode we were like let's do a little mini episode we'll talk about the retro line that way we'll be building something out kind of within a decent enough time frame to be relative to when it was announced little did we know that the GHO facebook would announce that there's a whole new set of classified figures releasing for pre-order uh on the 21st at 9 a.m which will have already happened at the time that you've heard this so i hope that we all got them pre-ordered and we didn't get hosed a lot of people were saying that they had a bad experience with the target pre-order i guess as early as last week so i i have some hesitation about how fast i'm gonna have to <laughs> pull that trigger but better be there at 850 <laughs> yeah i'll have to be ready to go i've had you know other than uh, overall i've had pretty good luck so far with everything so you know if it's anything maybe. like walmart you'll actually have to be there at like eight yeah you never know with this stuff like man it's hour a, early the, the online game is a, is a crazy world so this is an interesting set because it actually kind of has a like a theme or a subset to it and it's co- it's like a cobra island so there must be a, some kind of i guess backstory that they're trying to sell where they're doing an infiltration on cobra island or they're i don't know what's going on with it but they've obviously are selling this as some sort of specific set that goes where they they all go together for some reason. So let's take a quick look at the figures that they've announced in this line. Just like we reported uh, from that Hong Kong leak, what was originally identified as a movie line obviously is now manifested here and was 100% accurate. We called Beachhead, that it called a Cobra officer or trooper. It called for a roadblock. I did miscorrectly identify figure with back as snake as I thought it would be a snake eyes because they were labeled as movie figures and what you'll see is we actually got a Baroness, which we did we didn't know a Baroness was coming based on the cover art. So so let's start at the very beginning. Let's look at this beachhead figure. These don't have a lot of like there's not a lot of information on these. They really just kind of put here he is in the box and here he is outside of the box. Yeah. So this beachhead figure is actually very interesting. Also, I'm gonna just go ahead and get out in front of it and say, no gold in this wave. You guys are are really doing something right this time. That makes me so happy. It makes a huge difference. It honestly does. This beachhead figure has like very downplayed tones. Like Mm -hmm. his color scheme is very, it's got a real military vibe. All the stuff that he's got, like his knee pads and his shin guards and stuff, are anywhere near as like obnoxious because they're a normal color that blended with the rest of his outfit. I like I like a lot about this figure. There are really only two things that I don't like about this figure. The first is uh, his beret. The only reason I don't like it is because 
I've honestly never seen him wear one. So I guess that's a minor complaint considering I can just pop it off of his head and put it anywhere I want. I just thought that was an odd thing to choose. And the other thing that I hadn't really noticed until I started studying right now are all of his weapons are green. Very green. I don't. That's very off-putting. Everything else about this figure looks great, man. He's got like a cool vest. He's wearing that like, uh, I don't know what you call that kind of shirt. It's like a turtleneck kind of shirt. His mask looks good. His facial expression is cool. You can like see his, his the smirk of his mm-hmm. smile underneath. All good It looks details. like he's got like half an eyebrow raised kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It really That really conveys like the personality of Beachhead who's always been like, he's like a drill sergeant. He's kind of a tough guy. Uh I think this figure is really good. It's interesting that they're still having to use the old classic uh, full name, code name. If you look at the bottom of the box, it actually says Wayne Beachhead. And that's because they lost the rest of Beachhead. So they had to copyright a longer version of it. <laughs> and they put his real name there. That happens. That has happened a lot over the last 10 years or so. So we need to be paying attention to some of these names and see if we can't get in there. Bobby Valla, uh, who is developing uh, his own Kickstarter of figures, he's the guy that has that Sergeant Slaughter six-inch reward. Mm-hmm. He swooped in it and took the licensing for Steel Brigade, which was the name of the mail-away figure that G.I. Joe had when I was a kid. And later on, they used it for like a troop builder, uh, and it, it expired, and he and he grabbed it. And kudos to that guy, man. So, I mean, yeah, that's exactly that's exactly right. Just, they let it expire. They don't pay attention to that stuff. And then, like, saying, you know, you don't own it anymore. I mean, in um, their defense, that's a lot of characters. Okay, but in <laughs> in their offense, don't you, shouldn't you have somebody that's that yeah. job? just yes calendar reminder and here's the thing we're available to take over (laughs) right so i will will take this side mission um (laughs) all right so what's your take on this guy i i love it like he is honestly probably from the pictures he's the one that i've been the highest on just from pictures so like when they first announced the wave one i really liked the duke I was a little worried about the the gold, same as every other rational human being. With this guy, like I, he's probably the one. He's probably I probably like him more from the photos than I like Duke from the photos. Um, I just think he looks really cool. I like his, uh, like the the color scheme on him. I like the muted greens. He looks he looks really realistic. I mean, I know I'm gonna have to do a weapon swap on him, but it's not that bad. I've got so many weapons sitting around from all my Marvel legends and things like that, that I'll, I'll find a gun that works for him. And I, I think he looks great. Same way. I think the beret looks a little strange, just a thing of red. Like they have to have some kind of weird color choice on every figure. They don't have gold on this one. So they decided to have a red beret, mm-hmm. but I think he looks super cool. I like his black backpack. I like all the little straps and things on his, uh, on his legs and, and all the little pouches on his vest. I think it looks great. Yeah, uh, I would agree. I also, once again, I think the card art for this looks extremely good. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so let's move on to the next figure, uh, which is the a new roadblock, <sighs> buddy. I got a lot of con- I got a lot of conflicting feelings about this figure. Now, let me just say, and I've already expressed it to you. I I read roadblock, but for some reason, my mind went, "Oh, look, it's heavy duty." Yeah, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Uh, I think that this figure actually makes a pretty good heavy duty, honestly, because it doesn't really make a very good roadblock. I'm not even going to tackle anything from the waist down. His legs and all the accessories and coloring are they they're totally fine. But man, from the waist up, it's things get really busy. He's got a really bizarre looking digital camo design on his like I guess that's a tank top that doesn't look good or make sense. He, it's so funny because we were just talking about how, what, 
logo would we put on Gung Ho <laughs> if we couldn't use the USMC logo? And you were like, well, just put G.I. Joe on there. That's basically what they've done, yeah. minus, the, minus the lettering of G.I. Joe. It's just the star logo with this with the lines. That does not look good. Like, honestly, I I think this figure would look great if you just painted it black. Just give him a black shirt. Yeah. I think I that would know, help a lot. Now, I granted, think, his his kind of eyewear and stuff is a little strange, but... I think they just feel like they have to make it. Uh, they have to sell it, and they won't sell if it's not. I guess busy is the word that I would use. Mm-hmm. I don't like the head mold, and I couldn't even specifically tell what it is I don't like about it. The beard? Yeah, I don't like that beard. Yeah. That, like, rag... I don't know what you call that. Like a skull cap? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The skull cap? Eh, I don't really like that either. He's got like a weird earpiece that's popping out of his ear. I don't like that. He's I think got a pair of glasses. Just... Yeah, he's got a pair of glasses. I don't like that. <laughs> I think <laughs> I just it's just like the whole thing. Just all of it. Yeah. It's one of those things that honestly, I might end up head swapping with my regular one, painting that that black. The body and the proportions, like I love, I have mine all set up on display. I love that Roadblock is, is taller than the rest of them, that he's thicker mm-hmm. than the rest of them. Like it just works perfectly. So... I, I'm happy to see another use of the mold that's different because I like it. But I do agree that from the waist up, it's just busy. They took his gun and they completely repainted it. And they put the word broiler on the side. And that's all fine. Except they took the part, the end part of it that was like kind of the clearish, mm-hmm. quote unquote, energy part. Well, they painted that black too. So now it doesn't look like anything. This is maybe the worst figure <laughs> in the set. Not the series. I mean, yeah, the, out of all of them, this is maybe one of the worst ones. You know, I, I can totally agree with that. The thing that I think is working for it, though, is that if this is the worst that we've had so far, this has been a really successful line. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, and again, I I, I accept that there have to be repaints, and there will mm-hmm. always be repaints. I just hope that they get a little bit more creative Yeah, with what they're doing. I will give them credit, even though I don't like that head mold. Uh, at least they tried something instead yeah. of just using the same mold. So they're, they've they've tried to open up that appeal. This is honestly probably a figure that I will buy only one of and not open. Mm. I mean, I, w- I don't want to break up the set, but the more I look at it, the more I'm I'm just like, I just, there's so much that doesn't work for me in this. Yeah, I feel like he's gonna be he's gonna be what I thought I was getting with the first roadblock. Where, like, I will get him out and I'll be like, oh, he's cool. And then he'll sit on the shelf and be on the shelf. Yeah. And that'll be it. So let's talk about the last uh, single pack character in this wave, and that's the Cobra Trooper. Man, if I was mad about the Red Ninja, then I am happy about the Cobra <laughs> Trooper. This Cobra Trooper looks so, I don't want to say flawless, because there are some things that I don't, that aren't spot on but it's very good little things like you see how he's got that like arm pad that shows that he's like a an officer instead of yeah. a trooper yeah so if you buy a bunch of them you can kind of designate one specifically that has got his own thing going on uh, the weapon set on this looks good i love that the helmet and the goggles are both interchangeable and removable the vest piece is the only thing that's really kind of off-putting to me about this especially if you kind of look underneath he's it's got almost like a weird not quite it's almost like a wetsuit looking vibe that's the only thing that that kind of makes me take a second look but when i look at the like geared up one i really like it the i mean like the pants have this like legitimate texture to them that really sell it and when he's holding the like longer actually somebody pointed out that hit that gun is almost verbatim a nerf weapon yeah um I don't know what that's about, but at least it's all in black. Maybe that's the trade-off. They were like, we can make them look like real guns, 
but they have to be Nerf guns. <laughs> it was the same thing with Beachhead as well. I, I know yeah. somebody had pointed that out. I think it's great that they definitely, kind of like you were saying with kind of the little pauldron or whatever, the little armband. or It looks like they're thinking about army or troop builders because mm-hmm. you could do one without the ho- uh, without the helmet. You can do one helmet with goggles. You can do one without any of that. You can do you know a couple with the regular rifle, a couple with the Nerf gun. You can use some with just the pistols, and they won't look. They'll look identical, like uniform, but like also like not like the exact same. Yeah, this is the first figure that I've seen, and I'm like, yeah, I would definitely like to have at least a few of these. Also, I don't want to go off on a tangent because we're already running long. But did you see that they the first official uh, case of Wave Two has been opened, and the allocation is as follows? Three Cobra Commanders, two Gung Ho's, one Red Ninja per case. (laughs) So if your goal is to troop build, good luck. It's going to be one of those things that it's going to take me about a year and a half to track down three Red Ninjas. It's... It's such a that's such a weird pull. Like that's but such hey, a weird. That makes man- me happy that I'm gonna actually should in theory be able to get a get a Cobra Commander and a Gung Ho. Yeah, and I mean, granted, you know, I'm getting one because I got that net network one. Woohoo! You so you, <laughs> when you make a case like that, you gauge it on popularity, and in your head you go, Cobra Commander's more popular. He'll sell more figures. But really, the reverse mentality works just as well, where you go, well, if we have three Red Ninjas, it's more likely that people will want to troop build them. Because that's always going to exist, especially with hardcore collectors. And Classified Series, maybe more than any other line I've seen in recent years, is a very heavy toy photography hobby mm-hmm. where people are really going crazy with it so weird decision i just thought i'd bring that up that i uh, wouldn't i'm not sure if that's the best business move maybe irrelevant since you can't find any anywhere uh, other than the occasional roadblock chilling out here and there so I, I don't have a lot else to talk about with this cobra trooper i think he's very very good and i'm very very excited to get him and they didn't give him any gold they did not they did give one person gold, uh, and that's the back with the figure. So they're releasing the Baroness with the bike, which is codenamed the Cobra C-O-I-L, the Cobra Coil. And I gotta say, I'm pretty excited about this. Probably more excited than most of the stuff I've seen recently. It is really hard to see this Baroness up close from the pictures that they released. Mm-hmm. But based on what I can tell... I think she looks pretty great. There's some unusualness around the waist area. Almost looks too thin. Yeah. And it looks like she's wearing a backpack, so I guess that offsets some of it. But uh, And it also, it's weird because she has those, those belts around her hips, so they make her hips look like they're large, which makes her waist look even thinner. So maybe when she's not all geared up, she looks a little bit more normal. But that part of it is very, it's it's very off-putting. But the figure itself looks great. I wish I could see it in more detail, but her head sculpt looks really, really good. Can you tell what that, are you looking at the box uh, picture? I am now. So she has a, I guess that's a motorcycle helmet directly to the left of her head. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that is an interchangeable head or if it actually fits over top of her existing head style. I feel like it almost has to be uh, like a changeable head. Just yeah. The, the only thing is because if you look at the the one the out of box picture that they mm-hmm. did the the only one her hair kind of moves to the right a lot and I just don't know how they make the the helmet fit over that. Yeah, you're right. Still great. I mean, what a cool idea. So I like that they not only 
put her with a vehicle, but they have released some stuff that really like is like we wanted this to her to own this. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And not just be like, hey, we made a vehicle, and also it comes with this girl. Um, <laughs> if you so her pistols are gold, whatever. Uh, I'm gonna let it slide because you did so much other good stuff this time. I I really do like that that head mold quite a bit. The other thing I really like is if you're, that you're looking at the box art for this. First of all, the box art for this is awesome. Yeah. Where she's like riding sideways on the bike, kind of with her gun out, and it's the she has guns on the side that are firing. I'm guessing that those guns that are that come with her are actually they attach to the side of the bike, which is very cool. But not as cool as that snake that apparently fires a laser out of its mouth <laughs> in the upper right-hand corner. Dude, I live for stuff like that. Yeah. Just the it's like just the borderline absurd, but also a very strong pull to the cartoon era mm-hmm. where I would have just normally been like oh she comes with a snake just like Serpentor did no man she comes with a snake that fires a laser (laughs) so so in my mind what I what is cool about that is I'm 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 like okay so let's say Baroness is trying to get intel maybe this snake is which is clearly robotic she sends it in as a like stealthy and it can hack computers or stuff with that laser Mm -hmm. and then also has a defense mode if it's detected so i love stuff like that and so kudos for being including something that's creative and where we were missing file cards it's relying more than ever on images like that to feed me information that i'm not getting anywhere else yeah yeah. It really, I'm really wondering where if Special Missions Cobra Island will have any more context than just that. Like, will it maybe come packaged with like a little mini comic like they used to? That'd be cool. Will there be something on the back of the boxes that explains the story? I don't know. I just, I, I would like to see more stuff like that. I've been, sorry, I got real carried away because I like this figure. Hey, you're good. Uh, What's your give me your thoughts on Baroness? Uh, I think it's great. I'm glad I I'm glad that they're they're keeping with the the Cobra. You know they're they're pushing enough Cobra. You know I was worried after the first one when it didn't when it seemed like they were going to go you know really heavily Joe and not really give us enough Cobra. But now it seems like they're at least giving us a little bit more Cobra. They're they're trying to keep up. I think it's cool that they're giving her the bike. I think that's cool. The the only question that I would say is is the line, you know, you have your numbers, why they're doing this as a 13 and if they will eventually single pack. I mean, I know they'll eventually do it if the line goes long enough, but it just seems like uh, it's a lot to to put such an important character with a, you know, it'll be probably a $40, $50 figure. Yeah. Um, maybe we'll get a repaint of her individually. All gold. You're right. That's what they'll Pimp, do. Profit, <laughs> profit director. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> no joke. I would actually, I would actually love to have one of those. Cause then I, I would, would yeah, I wouldn't with, that at all. With It'd profit be director Destro. She have like a lot of, she'd be like wearing gold chains and stuff. Yeah. And she would, her, her glasses would have like gold frames and stuff. Her snake would be all gold instead of just some gold. Yeah. It has money that's on fire coming out of its mouth. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's great. It's, it's really cool to see. I'm, I really like this line. I have been blown away with what they've shown so far. We were talking about a little bit before we started recording. Like when we started this, I never thought they would have, they would have hit us with this many figures this soon. Mm-hmm. Cause I mean, the first wave is still coming out. I mean, pulse is just shipping their orders now. So, but we've already got the next two waves pretty much. Yeah. They've really hit the ground running with this. And I hope that means good things. I hope that means that they have seen a lot of momentum behind the waves or behind the cells in general. And that that has motivated them to put more and more stuff out. 
Uh, I don't know if I can keep up at this pace, but I can't complain because I, the more and more stuff that I'm seeing from this, it seems like they the things that I didn't like have been are their course correcting and everything is starting to very slowly improving it even better. From a way that, I mean, again, doesn't have anything especially wrong with it, but seeing where they're going from here has, has been really exciting. I can't, I mean, there are some figures from these next two waves that are coming out that I just, I literally can't wait to get my hands on and start messing around with them. Yeah, I'm, the, the only problem that I really have with the wave in general is the, the lack of any type of file card. Yeah, maybe that's something that they will pick up on. And hey, they'll, maybe they'll listen to our last episode and, and use my idea. I think it's a maybe. great one. Then we'll just be left in the corner with our, all, all our other great ideas. They'll be like, Wave 5's coming out, and it's got gung-ho packaged with Speed Buggy. <laughs> like the Hanna-Barbera crossover you didn't know you needed. Yeah. I, oh, man, I would buy that so fast. <laughs> all right, so that's going to wrap up our discussion of the new Classified series. I hope you got them pre-ordered, but more importantly, I hope I did. <laughs> we'll have these open, when, and we'll do some in-hand reviews of them when they come in as well pretty much as fast as we can get them uh we'll get about there so you guys can look at them with us so that's going to do it for us here at anything joe's thanks so much for listening please remember to like and subscribe on our youtube channel and share this video if you think you have other people on your feed that might enjoy it we want to give a special thanks to psycho drive-in for hosting our content if you've not been or visited psycho drive-in website it's psychodrivein.com, all one word they celebrate the decisively odd from around the world and have a review that's guaranteed to fit your needs Thanks so much for listening to the podcast as well and sharing it. It's available on all major platforms at this time. You can also find us on our YouTube channel if you haven't liked to subscribe there. And we appreciate every time that you contribute or share a link or just in general drive the awareness around what we're trying to do. Thanks so much for listening again. And remember that anything's open for discussion here on Anything Joe's.